Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and my new book, Gut Feelings, is for pre-order right now. So check it out. If you wanna learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, becoming a patient, and there's lots of free resources there for you as well. You could check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, we are giving away free signed books of your choice. You just have to do one thing. You can head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. And every month, no matter when you listen to this episode, my team and I will be randomly picking winners every month. So you can do it two different ways. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself, or you can message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole and send me a screenshot of your Apple Podcast review. And every month, my team and I will be going through the messages on Instagram, as well as the Apple Podcast reviews themselves, and randomly picking winners every month. And I'll reach out to you, ask what book you want, and we'll send you a book. All right, let's get to today's guest. His name is Daniel Talmore. Daniel is a seasoned entrepreneur, co-founder and CEO of Lumen, a company developing a consumer nutrition management platform based on a small device that measures metabolism in a single breath and provides personalized food, lifestyle, and health recommendations. This is Daniel Talmore's Art of Being Well. Daniel, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Great. Thank you for having me, Will. I am such a fan. I mean, you know this already, but I've been such a fan of Lumen for a long time now. I want to frame the conversation with, I think, shedding light on an issue that we're having in our world today. Researchers call it an evolutionary mismatch, right? Our genetics haven't changed in thousands of years, but our world has changed very dramatically. And it's such a finite period of time when you're looking at the foods we eat or stress or toxins or tr collective personal trauma. Can you kind of shed light on this metabolic reckoning, this evolutionary reckoning that we're having today? Yes, definitely. It's a, it's a journey we're fascinated with for the last, I think, more than eight years already. And you're absolutely right. Something is changing in our environment and our ability to react to it, whether it's the stress that around us or the availability of food or the availability of processed food or inability to cook at home. So many things have changed. And in a way, what it has done to us is created this problem that our engine is not functioning well. When we look at metabolism, which is a big word, we basically trying to frame it as how does your engine operate? And by looking at an engine, we're basically looking at fuel dynamics. Can you use fats when you need? 
Can you use carbs for, you know, efficiently when you need them, when your body requires them while working out? And that's like a basic uh, metric that Lumen looks at. But moving a bit upwards, I think what we're basically looking is to give you the insights about how your engine is functioning, how your body is re- responding, mm-hmm. and what you should do about that. And yeah. this is uh, metabolism by Lumen in a way. I love it. So you have a very interesting way and discovered a very interesting way, or, or maybe more accurately said, you, you've given us, you've given us data to track metabolism in a very innovative way that's different from really anybody else as far as the health tech space and the biohacking space. So can we talk about how, how did you come to, to look at carbon dioxide as a metric to, to measure metabolic flexibility? Yeah, of course. So it really began with like a, a, a personal passion of us, the, the founders. So I'm a part of a group of five people that started this company. I actually joined my spouse, uh, Michal, and her twin sister. They are the researcher, the science, the brains, and the spirit in the way behind Lumen. Their background is physiology. They come from research. They are identical twins with very similar life path. I only married one, but like I'm <laughs> tightly connected, obviously, and I'm a co-founder with the other as well. And they came out with their uh, knowledge of the basic science and really how physiology works. In their 20s, they were also competing in Ironman competitions and their secret sauce or their superpower in a way was always understanding how their body's functioning to kind of survive those extreme competition, ultra marathons and so forth. And since their passion was nutrition, they got to a point where they said, we'll be nutritionists, let's go and study nutrition. And they dropped uh, during their first year because they realized that in nutrition, in a way what you have is more of a psychology of food and there is no data. So if you look at today's world, what really drives us to embrace new habits or take diets is marketing, right? You have diets that promise you an ideal and optimum. You see that on Instagram. You see people that are ripped. You see extremes, right? You see ketogenic diets that pushes your body to an extreme and then leave you in a way off balance because that's no longer the role of a diet. It's there to spread. It's there to be viral. And with the, what we saw back then in 2014, and we still see as like the game changer here is that in the presence of data, you can actually personalize the journey for each one of us and start gaining the insights of what is the biggest bang for the buck? Like really, what should I change today? Because I do fasting, but I don't work out well, or I'm, I'm eating well, but I'm stressed and sleep deprived. So for each one of us, for us to progress in the journey of better understanding our body and then fixing it, we need to understand where should we touch. And, and this is, this is the journey Lumen in a way takes you. It's, and what, and when we thought about this and it was a high level thing, we said, what could be the immediate data we can pour into the world that will be a game changer for that. When we looked at what existed back in 2014, it was only the beginning of microbiome research on the one hand, but also since the 60s, you have these metabolic measurements that exist in clinics where you take a big machine that measures the CO2 output and the O2 intake and the flow, and you sit down connected with a mask and you breathe continuously for 30, 45 minutes, and you get a metric called RER. It's respiratory exchange ratio. And it will tell you basically what your body is currently using in order to basically produce energy. Okay, those calories that you're burning, we all know, but where are they really coming from? And we knew it going to be a very cool feedback loop and a data point in nutrition back then. What we now know in a way that beyond being a very good feedback loop to lifestyle, to sleep, to sleep deprivation, to the amount of carbs and food that you're consuming, it also gives you a level of health 
of people between the people who are pre-diabetic and diabetic and have insulin resistance, all the way to the level of people that are, let's say, athletes or extremely productive, high energy, happy, right? And there is an access of kind of being in shape and out of shape that we can move and we move on that access as we live and, you know, and build habits. And what Lumen comes to do is basically help you pull yourself into the healthy zone. And that's kind of what got us excited to uh, dive into this journey. And this is why we we're pumped eight years in. I love it. A lot of people want to know if CBD is worth the time of taking it, the money, is it all it's cracked up to be? Because they're seeing so much conflicting information online. It's true that the CBD industry right now is the wild, wild west. There's so many different products on the market. It's hard to know what's true and what's not. The fact is there is exciting research around CBD, but you want to make sure that you're getting the right formula, an effective formula. Something that I've been loving is the CBD formula from Next Evo. If you've ever wondered whether your CBD was actually working, honestly, it probably means it wasn't working for you. But Next Evo Naturals developed what they call smart sorb technology. It's clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than regular CBD oil. The effectiveness of your CBD has to do with the bioavailability and Next Evo Naturals really solved this problem because oil just doesn't mix with your water-based body. It works faster too. So when you're trying to get to sleep or you're feeling a little bit wired, anxious, you won't waste time wondering, is it working? I've noticed such a difference since I've been taking the CBD. I feel less stressed. I'm sleeping better. I feel relaxed after a long day of consulting patients online. Next, Evo Naturals are scientifically formulated to deliver more CBD in a way your body can actually use it and actually very fast too. Proven 29 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. Get a better night's rest and a better day tomorrow with products from Next Evo Naturals. For up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more, use promo code WILLCOLE at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com, promo code WILLCOLE. Nextevo.com, promo code WILLCOLE. Our next partner has a product I've loved for so long. I use it daily myself. I recommend it to patients. It's called Athletic Greens. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing, get this, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy levels, recovery, your focus, if you're struggling with brain fog, accelerated aging, all the things. It's lifestyle friendly. You could eat however you want. You know, if you eat keto, paleo, vegan, high carb, low carb, dairy-free, gluten-free, it fits into any lifestyle. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting amazing. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits for you. It's one thing you can do every single day that's simple and it's a great way to take care of yourself. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and also Athletic Greens is a climate neutral certified company. In 2020, AG purchased carbon credits that support projects protecting old growth rainforests. And for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the United States. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all you have to do. To make it really easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. Vitamin D deficiencies, I see it low on labs all the time. It not only supports your immune system, but your mood and your energy levels as well. And they're also gonna give you five free travel packs of Athletic Greens with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash willcole. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash willcole to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Hey guys, I'm Lindsay Carter, the founder of Set Active, and this is my new podcast, Ready, Set, Spill. Finding the balance between being a mom, running a business, and still maintaining somewhat of a social life is a constant work in progress. We live in a time where social media glamorizes everything that we do, but life isn't always a perfectly curated Instagram post. And that's coming from someone who built their business on a perfectly curated Instagram feed. Nothing here is off limits, so get ready, get set, because it's time to spill. So when carbon dioxide is high, can you kind of tell people what the dip, what does that indicate? If carbon dioxide levels are higher versus lower, how does that show us being a sugar burner versus being a fat burner? Sure. It's a great question. If you think about it, when you burn different types of fuel, you get different types of exhaust. Okay. When, when our body burns a molecule of free fatty acids, basically fats, we produce less CO2 than when we burn sugar, when we burn carbs. And, and this is known for the science for a lot of time. And in order to achieve that, what you usually would do is measure yourself continuously, and it will take a lot of time and a physician to look at your data. What Lumen has achieved by basically uh, building another invention on top of that known science is that by asking you to hold your breath for a known, known a specific time and inhaling a specific volume of air, we can actually detect, we elevate the CO2 signal. And in doing that, when we see that your body is using more CO2 in the exhaust, we can actually understand that it's really more reliant on carbs than if your body is more, rela- more reliant on fat and we see less CO2. Mm-hmm. And this can be now achieved with a single breath. So in doing that, you can now use this technology to drive nutritional decisions, to understand how your body change in context, right? What does it mean for me to work out high intensity on carbs? What does it mean for me to work out and, and do a long run on fat? And how do I feel in those? And how does it serve my goals? So it could be weight loss and it could be improve my athletic performance, or it could be just general health and longevity. I want to live longer and healthier. Yeah, I love that. And it's something that I've always loved about your work and what you all are doing at Lumen is the, the, the language and I think the education piece that we have in common. I mean, you mentioned metabolic flexibility. I, when I heard you use that language as well, like I talk about it with patients for years. And I I wrote about it in intuitive fasting. There was so much synergy on, okay, this is a great at-home tool for people to find out the things that I'm writing about and not guess, but actually test. And you mentioned the inflammation spectrum or between health and health problems, how things exist on that axis or that continuum. And, and also a major part of what I do in functional medicine is also what you're talking about here is bio-individuality. How do different things in our life everybody's different, exercise, food, stress, sleep, all of these things are going to influence our metabolism differently. And we can really narrow down in the data on what does our body love? Like, well, how, what do we need to do to thrive? And you're taking the guesswork out of it, which I think is really cool. So what, let's say somebody's metabolically inflexible. The audience basically knows what metabolic flexibility is here, but so they're hangry, they're sugar burners, they have waves of fatigue, they have weight loss resistance and other metabolic inflammatory problems. Let's say that they're there. What are your personal and just through the data, Lumen's data and what you've seen in so many people, what are some of your top tips to start to move the needle in the positive direction and become more of a fat burner? Yeah, that's a good question. And and in a way, you know, I've been listening to your talks and I think that you represent and your audience also represent a movement which is happening I call it professional wellness in a way. It's not only knowing, you know, in high levels at like what should, what is the right thing? And I can tell you that, you know, I can tell you the basic people should move more and you should be aware of what they're eating. But the, the, the most, let's say, insightful thing I can teach people or Lumen can teach people is where really to invest now. And in this journey that we can do everything and we know we should work out, eat more vegetables, hydrate better, you know, recover well. There are so many things we should be doing in order to better ourselves in a way. 
What Lumen teaches you is, is basically to understand what's the biggest impact. So for me, I would wake up in the morning, I'll take a measurement with Lumen at fasted state, and I would want to see that my body is using fats. Okay, this is, I want to tap into my fat stores because I haven't been eating for the past six, seven, eight hours, sometimes more. And if my body has that ability, it tells me a few things. It will be a feedback loop about things I've done yesterday. It will also be a feedback loop or, or, or a score marker in a way, or marker of my health, right? People who are with insulin resistance, people who their metabolism is not functioning well, it will, it will be harder for them to wake up on fat burn. Yeah. So morning time at fasting is like a great indication, a great, even from a behavioral point also, to start your day with some awareness of where you're going. And this is kind of a first step. Then later on, it really, you know, I can decide whether I want to prolong my fast and skip breakfast and see how my body responds. Or I have a workout now, so I actually want to fuel myself because that's a heat workout and I want to be able to build muscle. Right. I don't want to continue necessarily to, to work out on, on fats because that's not efficient for this type of workout. So for me, I would understand what type of fueling do I need? How much carbs really I need in order to, to do a good workout? And then I want to see that my body's back on fat burn again, right? Because after the workout, I don't need to be Cons like using carbs in such a profound way. And the more points in the day, like seeing at the end of the day where this day got me to, okay? And now I'm in the point where I'm going to sleep or I stopped eating and I want to see whether my body is using carbs from the last meals and or not, and what will happen in the morning. And this is a cycle that can really, it's a hand-holding that Lumen can do with people and as we learn more and more information, we can start providing you with insights. For example, how does menstrual cycle ties into everything? Or is your workouts serving you? Or are you active enough in general, putting the workouts aside? And this is kind of the clarity that Lumen tries to say. It's not to do everything. It's let's find the most impactful things and surface them to you and help you embrace those specific habits. Because doing everything is also impossible from a behavioral standpoint. It's really not, you know, knowing the scientific truth, sometimes, and I come from science, but sometimes it doesn't help people. So we understood that as we gather more data and we talk to more and more customers. And so we understand that we should build a guided journey. And that journey takes you to your goal, but it also teaches you in the way about how your body is functioning and like what are the steps that you can take in order to to improve that yeah so do you find with lumen's data and just the amount of research that you all have done that the more fat burning they are in lumen's data meaning carbon dioxide levels are lower is that always inversely proportional to ketone levels or not always? Are, are, are we saying if someone is a fat burning state, can we assume that they are making trace levels of beta hydroxybutyrate or, you know, ketones in general or, or not? How does that, how does that work specifically? It's a, it's a great question because ketones became such a, such a, it's a variable already, right? Being on right. ketosis and it's yeah. like, and uh, there is a spectrum. You can use carbs, you can use free fatty acids, and, and you're burning fats, you're still not using the ketone bodies. Mm -hmm. Then if you stay in that zone for, for some time, for, for a day, and it really depends on the specific type of person and his, let's say, or her fat adaptability to some extent, your ability to really utilize ketones, ketones start to add up and your body will start using those as well. So ketones, in a way, are a byproduct of fat metabolism. It's like the next level of new, let's say, type of energy source that you can tap into. We want to be using those, but we don't want to get the body too much accustomed to using ketones all the time. Mm -hmm. We want to have that flexibility. flexibility yeah. We want to have the ability to have carbs and move back to using fats. We want to be using ketones from time to time, but we don't want necessarily to, we want to cycle in and out in a way. And this is kind of the ideal. 
The problem is that when you cycle in and out, you need the data. You need the data to know that you're really in and that you're really out. And that, that's, uh, the presence of data allows you to do that, not by just saying, oh, I'll have a binge day once a week, I'll eat a lot of carbs and then carbs are off the menu. You can become more intelligent about it and it gives you the flexibility to live, right? I want to go out and meet friends tonight and I will have pizza. And I know that this is going to happen to me. This is, I choose it. It's not, I don't want to restrain myself from that. But I also want to have the tools to say, okay, what do we do tomorrow? I know that I, I will run in the morning and I'll have a low carb day and I'll, you know, finish eating at 8.30 p.m. and I'm good. I know next day I survived my socializing event, right? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. One of the top things I get asked on social media is if you don't have a functional medicine doctor, what are some direct-to-consumer labs that I recommend? Because you know I'm a fan of data and not everybody has access to a functional medicine doctor. So one thing that I've loved for a long time and recommend is Inside Tracker. And even if you do end up becoming one of my telehealth patients, I love going over these results on the initial consultation because people age at different speeds. And I want you to know how you're aging from the inside out because the date on your license may not represent your inner biological age at all. So if you're looking for ways to extend your health span, slow down the aging process, the keys to health and longevity run in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with the personalized plan to improve your metabolism, reduce your stress, improve your sleep, and optimize your health for the long haul. It was created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, your DNA, and your fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not so you can focus on that. You'll get a daily action plan, which I love that because so many direct-to-consumer labs, great data, but there's not good follow through and what the heck you even do with this information. Not so with Inside Tracker. You're gonna get daily recommendation for the right exercise for your body, right nutrition and foods to focus on for your body and what supplements you should be taking based on your lab data. It's bioindividuality. What I would also recommend is adding what they call inner age 2.0. You can add this to any plan for a definitive calculation of your true biological age. You can actually see based on data, how you're aging from the inside out. For a limited time, get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well. That's insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well, or you can use code Will Cole at checkout. Public goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from personal care and household products to coffee, toilet paper, shampoo, pet food, and more, Public Goods is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Goods members can buy all of the premium essentials in one place with one beautiful, streamlined aesthetic. Public Goods searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. I use so many Public Goods products at my home and at the Functional Medicine Telehealth Center. I love their cleaning products, every single one of their cleaning products. We use them at the Telehealth Center here. I use them at my home. Just, they're not only clean ingredients, but the aesthetic is super neutral, chic looking. So you're not like getting tons of different colors and it's just you know, it's not pretty. <laughs> so it looks pretty, but it's also great for your health and great for the environment as well. Knowing what's in your products and where they come from is really important. What I love about public goods is that they actually ethically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives that are still so common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for us, our animals, our pets, and the environment. We've worked out an awesome deal for our listeners. Receive 20% off your first public goods order. 
I recommend trying their entire cleaning product line. It's so good. Just go to publicgoods.com slash Will Cole or use code Will Cole at checkout. That's P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S.com forward slash Will Cole to receive 20% off your first order. That's publicgoods.com slash Will Cole, or you can use code Will Cole at checkout. So people can start to learn about their their own bioindividuality with with this data, and I like that that concept that you know when someone's becoming more of a fat burner, their carbon dioxide levels are lowering, and then ketones will start to rise. Do you ever recommend somebody? And I know you talk about the synergy, sort of the ecosystem of biohacking, wearable, and tech in general, right? Devices. Do you feel like it's ever advantageous for somebody to measure? lumen and carbon dioxide data and ketone, like a, like a blood meter, or, or is that not necessary in your opinion? I really think that it's most, more of a matter of what you, you choose your strategy to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Currently, lumen doesn't measure ketone in your breath. It could be the case that we're moving in that direction in the coming year. But at the moment, I think you can do very well with lumen, especially if your goals are not to be in keto. If your goal is to be healthy, Lumen is enough. If yeah. your goal and you decided that keto is your strategy, then yes, there are other things that are better indications of how deep in ketosis you are. And you should definitely test your blood. But as we dived into this, we realized that we need to control the application. We don't really, like the data is there and the science is there eventually to do the same work you do, to get people aware mm-hmm. and change things and care. And this is, in a way, more, if you succeed in that, the data is good. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you, actually, because I find if someone's goals, and it's what we're talking about are, what are your specific health goals? If your goal is to have more energy, to uh, have a healthier metabolism, to just have increased libido and sex drive, whatever these other signs of metabolic health, then... Ketone, the amount of ketones in the blood isn't necessarily necessary, right? I mean, it's the name of the game, in my opinion, when I'm tracking data for patients, it's not higher ketones equals better necessarily. I need the bigger context of metabolic flexibility and then knowing how does that person feel? Like what's their own N of one experiment and put it into context. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, there are cases where from a neurological standpoint, if somebody's for dealing with somebody that has seizures or if somebody has a neurological autoimmune issue, then then I think that there's a place for for higher ketones for the brain. But the average lifestyle, I just want to feel freaking amazing. I think that the data that you're providing with Lumen is completely sufficient. And I think also too, and I, I want to get your thoughts on this. Sometimes people they get amazing data and they feel like more is always better. They have to get the the next device and then the next device and then the next device. And they're just kind of adding to their stress and anxiety. I think it can become for some people orthorexia, kind of stress around eating healthy and disordered eating around eating healthy. What are your thoughts about how to use tech where biohacking tech in a healthy way? It's a great point. And we we talk a a lot about that as well. Like, what granularity should we provide the data in? <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. And 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 when you show data, you basically create an emotion. What do we want that emotion to be? Like, do we want this emotion eventually to pull you back in? Because this will get your results, right? Having consistency, you know, being doing that day after day. This is the only way eventually to improve your health. It's probably changing a few habits. And if we understand that this is the goal, then the data serves a purpose. And you're right. It's not always the case that more is is really efficient. And I think that the responsibility today for companies like us that are surfacing this data or giving access to data in a clinical grade on the one hand, but also like in a, let's say, in a professional wellness surrounding, you need to give the insights. The insights should kind of be the front and center of what you do. And you need to control how a person feels. And this is not just give the data and go away and put the responsibility on the person because the person eventually takes decision based on your data. So 
So what we do, and this is why, A, we have a full application that gives you nutritional guidelines and asks you to feed us back with some data so we know what's working for you. And this is why we moved to a subscription business model when we no longer sell devices. We sell a membership because we see ourselves as a companion to your journey. So if we are successful, you're successful in long-term habits and we want to be there because we, we took you from A to B and we want to take you all the way. So this requires, a, I, say, I would say, a mind shift from companies and businesses that are building data for either doctors and clinics or for, for the consumer. We need to understand that there is someone there who's making decisions based on what we provide. Love it. So let's t- go back to that, that case, like avatar, if you will, that, that, that example of someone that's metabolically inflexible. They are hangry. They have cravings. They have weight loss resistance. They have fatigue and they feel wired and tired is how people describe it, right? They feel anxious, right. but exhausted. That, do you have any, based on Lumen's data and even your personal experience, of heading up this company, people want to know how much carbs should they be having? And obviously they should test themselves on Lumen and see their own bioindividuality. But do you have a ballpark for the average person that's metabolically inflexible? How many carbs should they be eating at first? And then fasting, what's a good fast for the average person to get started with? Great question. So these are general answers, but I think yes. they're already interesting. It's a baseline, but we saw that, you know, Fasting is a great example. People believe, like in ketones, that the more they fast, the better. And what you start seeing in the data that that women, fasting is not as, you know, prolonging your fast is really not necessary and doesn't get you to get more into fat burn. The body actually gets stressed at some point and start uh, like using muscle tissue. Uh, it produces uh, energy from muscle tissue or tapping back into glycogen stores. And you sh- see a shift towards carbs because the body is now stressed because it, it feels that it's not getting then it's not nourished well. So also finding your personalized fasting zone specifically for females is also very important. Also for men, we see that, you know, men at the age of in their 20s, they don't have like fasting 12 hours to 16 hours. It's great for them and it's beneficial, but we haven't seen that in, in female, for example. And these are things like general understandings that we can, you know, we can, we can give. But the real aspect is that, that people who are, let's say, a person who is obese, and the first thing they can probably do and to better themselves is to start eliminating carbs and understanding and moving into healthy carbs. And that can help. But the, the magic happens when you start adding back carbs to the menu and you still see weight loss continuing. And this is where they start understanding that the diet that gets you moving, not, not necessarily the diet get, gets you to maintain or not even the diet that, you know, once you change your engine, you need to change your diet accordingly. Mm -hmm. So after four weeks, five weeks, six weeks of being on Lumen, we start adding carbs back and build up different types of nutrition. And sometimes people are intimidated by that because Mm -hmm. they're now, I would say, streamlined to believe that, you know, something is working, so I shouldn't touch it. And this is my life from Mm -hmm. now on. And this is not the case for a healthy engine. Yeah. So, wow, there are so many things I can, I can share from our, our learnings, but the individuality, as you said, is the key here. Yeah. Have you heard about Perfect Bar? You have to check these out. I'm serious. Perfect Bar has a lineup of fresh from the fridge protein snacks that actually taste freaking amazing and are good for you. That's why I'm excited to partner, honestly honored to partner with Perfect Bar and share one of my favorite go-to refrigerated snacks with you. And I always say this, my friends, if they are a sponsor on the podcast, it's because I use it myself. I recommend it to my patients or both. This is certainly no exception. These things are made with freshly ground peanut butter, organic honey, 20 organic superfoods, perfect bar 
has a variety of products like protein bars and little snack size bars bars too. They're like little baby baby bars that are so good for you and they taste amazing. You are sure to find something you love. My favorite is, no surprise here, the classic, just the plain peanut butter bar, but they have dark chocolate chip peanut butter as well for those of you that like that sort of thing. I just like my peanut butter unadulterated. Thank you very much. Their protein bars have a cookie dough-like texture that's creamy and full of flavor, unlike any other bars out there. Honestly, you're not going to find anything like this. And now they come in snack sizes, packed with up to six grams of whole food protein and 150 calories. A little goes a long way. Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for completely for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. Pretty cool, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash willcole to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash willcole to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking. Well, I think you brought up a good point. I see this with sometimes with patients is they, they let's just say we do lower their carbohydrates and may, maybe they're measuring their carbs. Maybe they're not. Everybody has, again, different goals. And sometimes we don't have to get granular. We can keep it simple and just eat intuitively. But sometimes for a time, keeping carbs under 50 grams a day can be beneficial. And we use that as a tool to gain metabolic flexibility but then, like you said, I, I just as you advocate, I advocate the same for many people that are struggling with metabolic issues is that at a certain time, as we gain metabolic flexibility, a cyclical approach, a variable approach, even a seasonal approach can really serve somebody. And I, I see the fear in their eyes sometimes because they feel like, oh my gosh, like I feel so great. I don't want to mess it up. And I'm not to say that everybody, some people can be lower carb for the rest of their life and that's fine. That's also bioindividuality. But for many people, from a sustainability standpoint, an enjoyment standpoint, I want to be able to have some flexibility and wiggle room with the food choices that I have. It's definitely a learning experience about your body, right? But when you're repairing these mechanisms, when you're repairing metabolic inflexibility, you have a lot more ability and freedom to, to right. bring more healthy whole food carbohydrates back into your life, right? Yes, and also, if you think about it, as we age what we actually want to optimize for is building muscle tissue, right? Mm. And in that, especially as we age, we need carbs. We need the insulin in order to allow us to, you know, to build muscle efficiently. Mm -hmm. When you're in your 20s, it's easier. We see that through data. It's easier to build muscle and eat and keep flexible. In my 40s now, I, I really need to pay more attention. And when I go very low carb, this is no longer efficient for me from a workout standpoint standpoint to really build muscle. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I don't work out on a fasted state or I wouldn't, you know, drink MCT from time to time. But I know to tweak and I know when mm -hmm. I want to go all out and when I want to improve and when I want to gain the maximal power, I will fuel myself with, with carbs before and also after. Mm -hmm. And that, that understanding that fuels are legit. And that's mm -hmm. that there is no demon, there's no evil like you see on diets. There is no the evil food and the good food and mm -hmm. five rules of do this and don't do that. Mm -hmm. It gives you, you said that it's we want people to eat intuitively. And I don't think that people should rely on a reading from an app for the rest of their life. I want them to build new habits. Mm -hmm. But as they age and as they progress, they need to then build new intuition. And they mm -hmm. need to build also new habits. Yeah. And so I would say we are a, an intuition enforcer. In a way. Yes, this is, absolutely. We, we help you find your intuition, but I'm with you. Eventually, this is not to create a dependency uh, on yeah. a metric or a device. We're not there. Well, and that's actually how I really empower patients and how I describe it, the use, because I want the context to be this, is I said, to, I use data like lumens as a mindfulness practice, as an intuition, curiosity about your body, so you can gain awareness. So it can confirm and you can find correlations with data and then how you feel. 
So then you start to grow and, okay, when I feel like this, this is what my body's producing, or this is what has right. happening in my body. And then over weeks and months, and for some people years, they can really grow in confidence in what, how their body operates. Cause there's such a, I think a detachment and a divorce between our bodies. Like people don't even know about this stuff because we're so not empowered. Overwhelmed. To yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. So, I mean, what are, you mentioned carbs and, and fueling your body with clean carbohydrates, whole food carbohydrates around workouts, the getting that, you know, kindling on the fire to become, to maintain metabolic flexibility. What are some of your personal favorite healthy carbs? This, this is a no judgment wow. zone, Dave, uh, Daniel. You can say whatever it no, is. No, no. So I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm a pizza guy. For me, this is like if I can get my myself to be pizza ready at like some points in the month, the week, I'm happy. Like this is, and I, I, I tried to, to really think is that something I can fix. And eventually I got to realize that, no, I need to think, fix everything around that because this is something I love. So if you find something that you genuinely love and you know that it's easier to kind of tune your, your the other factors in life and also gain the benefits of that. So I need to work out three times a week. That's like, that's me. There is no way for me to work out less and kind of keep productive, high energy and keep my engine functioning well and having that pizza. So for me, that's like, a, that's my sin and that's my, uh, my love. But on a day to day, I would eat, you know, slow processed uh, carbs. I would eat legumes. I would eat, but you know, I'm, I'm, it's a different set of expectations. When I have that salad for lunch, I'm eating for function. I'm taking the, I'll give you an example. We, we ran a test in Manhattan. We took 15 people and we, they took measurements with Lumen every morning. And we sent them by email, three meals from restaurants around them. And they could pick one and we'll deliver that dish to them. And those dishes fits their preferences, their day, their goals. And they, from Monday to Friday, they ate Lumen for lunch for six weeks. And once you interview those people, you see that the benefit is not the meal delivery. It's them doing something good for themselves and taking good decision in the morning mm. when they're highly motivated, when they're not influenced by their the stress in the work and their surrounding and the friends that ordering, I don't know what type of food. And it's an efficiency experience in a way. So for me, when I look at lunch, for example, this is me fueling for productivity. Most mm -hmm. of the time, I'm not trying to get a feeling or an emotional experience from that food. I'm happy, actually, that I'm doing good for myself. And this is a, a shift for me. I used to think of food as a celebration. Every mm -hmm. meal can be the most amazing thing. And I was 20 pounds overweight. <laughs> So, so this is a mind shift that can, can happen to you with, with starting to measure yourself and, and falling in love with, with, you know, other, let's say habits or practices. I love it. So you've gained metabolic flexibility. You have the food piece, as I call it, the grace to have that pizza if you want to, and your butt, and you know, your flexibility to have how much pizza you can have. And then you have your more whole food metabolically like fiber rich, metabolically flexible, conducive carbohydrate, like legumes. I, I, I think that's a great tool for many people. Go, going back to pizza, I want to know, I mean, this is probably like uh, amazing Israeli pizza. Like what's on the pizza? What's your go-to pizza of choice? Yeah, it's not Israeli. Actually, Israel is, is almost not known for any specific Israeli food, but we, we're great curators. So, <laughs> you know, my, my best pizza is actually from Napoli. And it would be simple, but it would be perfect in the making and the sourdough and everything is like it was meant to be in a way. I love it. So that's for me, that's for me, the professionalism of the cooking is also something that I I can I feel that I can taste to some extent. Yeah, I hey, look sourdough, I, and that's how we when we reintroduce grains, especially gluten containing grains, we start with sourdough because the fermentation breaks down some of the gluten proteins, just similar to cheeses. Some people that have dairy problems right. 
do fine with cheeses because of the fermentation versus straight up milk. And the same with sourdough bread. And you can get gluten-free sourdough too that, that tastes great as well. But what's on the pizza, right. Dan, Daniel? Well, I, mean, I want to know what's, what's on this pizza that, that you love so much. <laughs> Everything, everything, <laughs> you know, for me, it's like uh, whatever you put, if the quality is there, I would, you know, from pepperoni and to mushrooms and to whatever, uh, and an, and an egg I can, I can, well, wow. I can explore, I can explore everything. I love it. So you're not, no you're not discriminating against pizzas and to- pizza no, topics. No. Not at all. I love it. I'm just curious. I love it. So my friend, you know, the podcast, it's called the art of being well. This is this part of the podcast is called it's your art of being well. It's Daniel Tao's art of being well. So I'm going to pick your brain on different facets of wellness to see your favorites. Are you up for this challenge? Sure. Okay. Of course. Cool. So what let's tell me your top healthy food but it's the worst tasting healthy food that you still will eat it. Like you said, it's not based on pleasure. It's like purely utilitarian. It's it's just wanting to provide some health benefit or nutrient density. What would that food be? Mm. I would say that I, I, I invest in the shakes based on a lot of ginger. <laughs> this is, I enjoy the burn and I also know the qualities of the, the ingredients in a way. So I would use curcumin and ginger and I would make something messy and from a taste perspective, but again, you fall in love with the, with the feeling, the feeling after. Yeah. It also goes uh, also to kombucha, specific types of tea. Those are the things that I, I taught myself to really love and to enjoy that, that almost a tasteless experience, right? Also yeah. herbal tea. The moment yeah. I, I stopped experiencing tea as water with some flavor, then I didn't expect it to be sweet and, and to provide me with a, a huge celebration of taste, right? I love that. Those are the things. I, I, th- I think you're onto something right there because I think... I love tea, and I, but I, I've, it's been part of my life for such a long time that I don't even think about it. And it's just, I want the blackest, darkest, like strongest cup of tea, bitterest. I love that. And But someone that's used to things that are highly palatable, that are designed to be highly palatable, that's sugary and has different flavorings in it, I, I see the response when I have a cup of tea that I have. But when... I do see that evolve over time. Like you said, like you have trained yourself to change your perception on things. Like it doesn't have to be super sweet to be delicious. And, but I I love the way you put it. It's going to be water with with a little bit of flavor. (laughs) And that's like, that's better than water, right? (laughs) Right. It's like water plus. Exactly. Just change the benchmark. Yeah, exactly. Shift to paradigm people. What are two, two supplements? What are two supplements that have been the biggest game changer for you personally? You mentioned ginger and turmeric, but you're getting that in the smoothie. Do you take any supplements in addition to that? I actually try to get everything from foods. Love that. Not because I don't believe that supplements can be extremely beneficial, but in a way, I'm just also because of my job in a way, I'm more curious about what are the habits around food that can be, you know, can be natural to us and also can, you know, when you eat salads, uh, as opposed to getting vitamin C, this is a very different type of habit to form. You can say I can get the benefits here and get the benefits there, but it's not really the same benefits, right? And the salad, you need to cut it. You need to prepare for it. You, you, like, you can enjoy the taste. There is a different type of experience. So I try to get everything from food. The one thing that I do play around with is uh, different types of uh, exogenous ketones. So MCT in different forms. This is interesting for me because when I want to keep high energy and still be on fasted state and enjoy the cognitive benefits of of being in mild ketosis, I I try to prolong that with different types of MCT. I love that. Do you have a go-to exogenous ketone or MCT oil that you like? And how much are you having? So it, it really depends. And I play around with that. We have a lot in the office. So I no longer, I no longer know even the brands. I'm just pouring yeah. 
stuff because we're also experimenting with some of the things yeah. here. Just a, a word of caution. It uh, it takes yes. also time to uh, to uh, learn to fuel yourself with that. And yeah. when you go too deep and you pour too many spoons in the cup, your body doesn't respond well to that. Your and di- I experienced that as well. <laughs> yeah, your digestive system will tell you if you have looser stools yeah. or explosive anything (laughs) done too much. And that's not the way it should be done. (laughs) What's your favorite way to get a great night's sleep? If you're someone out there that's maybe struggling with sleep, any, any sleep tips that you have? Yeah. I would say that this is where I'm struggling as well, because like as an entrepreneur, the nighttime for me is like where, you know, I can process the day and all the thoughts are starting to structure themselves and, and I'm still trying to get myself really into meditation, but just, you know, um, listening to the first phase for me was to lie down in bed and just listen to podcasts and listen to podcasts in my domain. And then listen to different speakers that talk about Buddhism, like Alan Watts, for example. I, I would I would try to expose myself into content that is on the one hand interesting and on the mm-hmm. other hand soothing to some extent like mm-hmm. pulls me into something in a different realm that still excites me and i'm curious about but i see the different benefit of i get on sleep by just doing that it's like that. really a different wake up after this type of night or this mm-hmm. type of time that's, yeah uh, that's a great tip i mean we talk calming podcasts audiobooks i think can be great when you look at the Apple podcast charts on the wellness section, some of the top rated Apple podcasts are for sleep. Therefore, yeah. because I mean, it's a tool for people to, to start to calm their minds. That's a great tip. All right, my friend, last question. What is, what's a book that you've read in the last year? It could be fiction or nonfiction. That's really got you thinking in a, in a fresh new way. Wow. That's a good a good question because I I don't read a lot. I usually do podcasts. I, I usually you know read articles, scientific articles. I I collect. I would say, yeah, it's hard for me to pinpoint one book and say well, that's okay. the one. I mean, podcasts may be your thing, and I mean that's such a great way to get information. I, I do a lot of Audible as well. Uh, but but let's talk about podcasts. Like, what are your what are your go to? You mentioned some podcasts for sleep. But what are your top podcasts recently that have you thinking in a fresh new way? That works too. Yeah. So I love the Huberman Lab podcast. I, this is one of my go-tos. It's great. And there is something that really ties deeply into what we do because the data we pull out is CO2, but the application and the, the engagement model is breath. And there is also something magical about breath that we're experiencing when talking to customers, for example. So understanding what just guided breathing can do to people. And we in Lumen, we just ask people to sit down for a minute, take a few breaths and measure themselves. But in that ask, we also we already see a lot of benefits. And I, these days I'm thinking, how can we make this experience of measurement Actually, a moment that you, of a stillness. wellness moment. Yeah. Like, think about that moment of stillness, exactly. Yeah. And a book, I have like, I have one popping in my head, which is not the wellness book, actually, but it's really wellness. It's my wellness. It's called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. It's actually about relationship and candor in the workplace. And for me, a lot of my life and my personal life as well, because my wife is a co-founder, so we work together. Like the dynamics in the office are the dynamics in the house and, and vice versa. And so for me to learn how to build trust and surface conflict very fast, and these are kind of a business skills in a way, but they're very much, you know, relationship rooted skills. in our ability to relationship skills, our ability to, you know, cope with stress. Yeah. Interpersonal. So this is my book. <laughs> I love that. I love that. My friend, this has been a great conversation. We'll put all the links for everybody that's wondering about the links, the things we've talking about in today's conversation. I'll put the links at drwillcole.com slash podcast. My friend, where can people go to learn more about the amazing work that you all are doing at Lumen? 
So you can find us on, on Instagram and we'll probably put the link there as well. But just on our website, it's a good start. We sell online on our own website. It's www.lumen, L-U-M-E-N dot M-E, lumen.me. And basically it's a, it's a good way to start. I love that. Come back anytime, my friend. It's great to catch up with you. Thank you very much, Elaine. Really enjoyed it. Cheers. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.